Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condice Presley, and on this week's program, we're going to show you how you can travel around the world without leaving Atlanta. It's the beloved Community International Expo. It's planned for next weekend, Saturday, August 25th at the King Center. And joining us to share more about and joining us to tell us about it is Barbara Harrison. She is the Director of External Affairs, Strategic Partnerships, and Programs at the King Center. She's been there for a number of years and knows so much. But first, Barbara, welcome. Thanks for coming to the program today. Thank you so much for inviting us. So we have, how, how many years has the King Center hosted the beloved Community International Expo? Well, this is actually the first one like this because oh. it is in honor of the 55th anniversary of Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech in the March on Washington. That event took place on August the 28th. So August the 28th would be 55 years. Since that was during the week, we wanted to have something that we could get more of the community involved in. So we decided to have this on the 25th. So now what's going to happen on the 25th. Walk us through the day. I know it's Saturday, August 25th at mm-hmm. the King Center from 11 to 7. Mm-hmm. Everything is free. It sounds like a great family event. It is. It's definitely that. We want everybody to come out because like you said, this is an opportunity for people to get their mock passports and visas <laughs> that we will be issuing them and they will have an opportunity along with their families to go around the world without leaving Atlanta. So when they come to the area, we have about, we'll have about 19 countries uh, represented. So we tried to reach out and look at all the seven continents and see if we could get countries. We have great involvement. So during the course of the day, they're going to have booths and stations that you can come and visit. So you can learn about their culture, about their government, about their religion, and all about it. And even as you go, learn a little bit about their language. So you can walk away learning two or three phrases or words as you go around the world. And also we have uh, a kid zone. So the kids zone is doing the same time. They'll have an opportunity to enjoy all the activities. They're going to have a DJ that they're going to truly enjoy. We'll have a DJ. So it's just going to be a fun, fun time for people to come. And throughout the day, we're going to have performances from the different nations throughout the day, starting at 1130 and going all the way to 630. The nations that will be represented, it sounds as if you've tried to identify someone from every continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a little taste of what a attendees might experience. Okay, so we have um, just the, some of the countries that we have. We have Japan, Korea, Taiwan, um, and so India, of course, and then for some of the European countries, uh, well, for the South American com- countries, we have Peru and maybe Venezuela. And some of the European countries, we have Ireland. Um, we're going to have, um, I'm trying to think, some of those that we, France, Germany. 
And so we are so excited about those. Of course, we'll have the U.S. And for North America, can't forget that North America, we'll have Canada, of course, the USA, Mexico, the Caribbean islands are showing up in mass force. And so they're going to be there, uh, as well as we're going to have the Native American community represented as well. So it's going to be where you can come and learn everything and, like I say, walk away experiencing. And actually, and this is authentic because what we wanted to do is not do an interpretation of the countries and what we think. So these will be authentic people, people that either live here. We coordinated with the consulate um, generals that are located here in Atlanta and worked with the Georgia Department of Economic Development and so the experience is going to be an authentic experience. So we are very excited about it and very enthused and think it's going to be a great day. It sounds as if the partners that you've reached out to to participate are very excited to join and share their culture with everyone here in Atlanta on this one day on the King Center campus. Absolutely. So some of them, you'll have dance group, you have musical performances, you have uh, instrumentalists, and so we're going to have a fashion show. And also, we'll culminate the, the, the day with, um, I think it's a junk canoe, a Caribbean junk canoe parade. So we're going to learn. Oh, you got to talk a little bit more about that and explain, because listeners I, are going like, what's she saying? Well, I, and again, that's all I can tell you. When you, <laughs> you have to come to learn about it, because they can tell you all about it. Uh, it's a special parade that they do, and so come down, learn about it, and participate in it. They say it's great fun. And so we accommodate with that, so plan to come. And also, uh, I want to say that one of our partners uh, with us is the National Park Service. So they're doing this event with us as well. And so we want to, and young people will be able to come. They'll be able to get ranger badges. So, and they're going to be able to just enjoy. So we make sure. So there'll be honorary park rangers for the day Absolutely. or for, for they part will of get the experience? Those. Absolutely. They'll get a chance to participate in a scavenger hunt. So, like I say, we have something for everybody. And then we'll have food trucks and different things that are available. And also at some of the different tents and stations, uh, there will be authentic food that they'll be giving out as well. So people can sample some of their food from the different countries. So I just think it's going to be a great, great time. And so I am very excited about it. And they get me more excited because every day they're talking about some of the things that they want to do to kind of add to the flavor, the decorations. Some of them are going to come in their native dress. So it's going to be a great time. Now, will the King Center be open to tours and the, across the street, the National Park Service with a facility there? Because if families come into town and perhaps have never experienced the center, it would be a good opportunity to do that. Right. So we're going to have what we call an open house. So during that time, the open house where they get an opportunity to actually see the birth home. And it's actually the birth home where Dr. King lived. So that will be from 10 to 2. They have tours during that time. And then also from 2 to 4. So people will definitely get an opportunity to actually visit that, and we want them to do that. And there are going to be some activities with the Park Service? Yes, yes. The Park Service, like I said, they'll be doing those tours, and they're helping with our Kids Zone as well. How many people are you expecting to come out on Saturday? We just don't know. We That's haven't people to register, so we don't know how many of that are going to be coming. So we ask, and many times people don't register. And I'll say this, we want you to register, but you don't have to register, but we want you to. So we don't really know, but we anticipate a very good number of people. Because during this time, it's a great season to come. So we think that um, you come, you won't be alone, you have a lot of friends, so... 
please plan to come out and tell everybody about it. Will there be special programming or formal programming in addition to all of the additional activities, like a, a particular time that you'd like attendees to be there because there will be, say, remarks from the Reverend Dr. Bernice King? Is that a part of the day at all or no? So the day is more like a fun field day, so it's not no. So any time you come from the 11 to 7, there's going to be something going on. Besides just the 10 and having the food zone that you can have in the kids zone, there are going to be performances happening throughout the day, just about every 15 minutes or every half hour. So there will be something going on all the time, but it's going to be fun stuff. So no, we won't have any kind of a lot of speeches or anything like that. So you can just relax, calm, joy, enjoy yourself, bring everybody with you. And if you have youth groups, church groups, friends, just Grab them and come on down. We think you're just going to have a great, great time with us. Rain or shine? Rain or shine. And we are believing that it's going to shine. It's going to be a beautiful day. We just know that. (laughs) We're talking to Barbara Harrison. She is the Director of External Affairs, Strategic Partnerships, and Programs over at the King Center. Barbara, for folks who have, there's so many people in Atlanta that occasionally do the staycation. And we've got the kids back in school now, but for families and individuals who have yet to visit the King Center Mm -hmm. right here in Atlanta, Georgia, the birthplace where we have the birth home of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. What would you tell them about the King Center? Well, I think for one thing, um, I definitely, of course, I've been there. I think it's a great place that people should visit and come visit. And we recognize that a lot of times if you live here, People come when they have family. But it's worth it. We've done renovations, so I'm just going to pique your interest. If you haven't been in a while, you don't know what you're missing. We've renovated the pool. It is simply gorgeous. So the reflecting pool is gorgeous. But besides that, just being able to come. Also, we've upgraded the exhibits that have Dr. King and Mrs. King. Um, So we want you to come because it is the place where Dr. King played, lived, and actually preached because he was co-pastor, of course, with his father. So, and we think it's a place of inspiration as well. So definitely if you come, and it still is one of the number one international tourist site uh, in Atlanta. So if you're not coming, you're missing out. And you guys also have a special event. We're specifically today talking about the activities this weekend, Saturday the 25th, as this is the 55th anniversary of Dr. King's historic I Have a Dream speech during the March on Washington. But also Tuesday night, there's a, a very important conversation that's going to take place. What can you tell me about that? Is that the, 20, the 28th, the Beloved Community Talks? That's correct, yes. Mm-hmm. And so the Beloved Community Talks, that's, a, an ev- well, it's actually a series of events. But this one is going to happen in Cincinnati. Yeah, at the Duke Energy Center. Mm-hmm. And so with that, what we've decided to do, and I can actually say when I say we, it was a concept that um, where you want to bring people together. We know that during this time, there's a lot of divisiveness. So with the Beloved Community Talks, what we do is create an environment where you bring people together and they can have civil conversations in spite of their disagreements. So we've had those. They've been extremely successful. We have a toolkit. You can go on our website and find out about it. But with it, and what the issue that we've been dealing with doing this particular series is dealing with the racial divide. How do you bring people together? And again, you may have very different views on that, but there is a way that you can come together and have a conversation about that where people walk away genuinely hearing each other. And even if I haven't changed your mind, 
we've decided in a way that we're going to respect each other's humanity. How do you go about doing that? And so we want to show people how to do that, why it should be addressed, and then just delve into Dr. King's philosophy, because really all of this is based on his philosophy and methodology. We refer to it as nonviolence 365. Just means you live nonviolently 365 days a year, but a lot of people want to know how you do it. You uh, can find out more about our activities, about our program and training, and definitely start to get involved because we're going to have more of these beloved community talks. So we invite people to go on our website to learn more about them because we think it will not only just change you, the community, but also it will help to have a more civil nation. And definitely a more civil discourse. Barbara, I bet there are listeners listening right now who may not know the origin story behind Dr. King's beloved community. Can you share that with us? Well, some of, basically a lot of people think he created that phrase, he did not. But what he did is embellish on it. And what he talked about when he talked about it is not so much, it was something that he saw that was feasible and attainable, which means that it is a way where people can come together, and just like I said, where they can learn to, they don't tolerate racism, poverty, and war. But it's not with an intolerance, is how do we go about addressing that? So if that exists, how can we come together, share the resources in a community so we care enough about each other, we hear each other, and that we address those things? So we have an intolerance for those type of systems, not for people. So when we do, we don't attack people, but we can attack systems. So in a beloved community, you can still have where people disagree. It's the how do we go about living with each other and addressing each other when we disagree? So in a beloved community, all of those things may still exist because sometimes people think it's a utopia where everybody thinks alike, everybody gets along. No, in the beloved community, you can still have that. But what you do is how I address you, how we interact. When I leave and when you leave, we both have our humanity intact because we respect each other. Now, Barbara Harrison, you've been doing this work with the King Center in many capacities now for for decades. Do you ever feel especially, let me back up and ask you this again in a different way, with our beloved community being so divided Mm -hmm. today, do you ever get discouraged? No, I don't get discouraged. And the reason I don't get discouraged, discouragement is when you, for me, is mean that I don't have hope. I have all the hope in the world because I know that I have a way to address it. Now, if I didn't if I hadn't seen Nonviolence 365 work or I didn't know anything about it, I probably would be hopeless. So I'm not hopeless. So absolutely, I still believe that this work and I'm not discouraged at all. How do you know that the work is making a difference? Because I've seen it in people. So that's how I measure it. Like when we've had our different trainings and educations that we've done with young people, whether it's been local or internationally, I've seen the change in people, meaning they're, first of all, their thinking was arrested, and then they received more knowledge, and then they started to make a change. Because with Nonviolence 365, one of the things with Dr. King's philosophy, what it does, many times people want to work on the other people because they always are the problem. You know, that's what we see. But with this, you start with yourself, and it starts you, and you become very um, introspective, in a positive way. And you start to peel away the onion and peel away those things in you that need to be dealt with. You'll be amazed at when you address a lot of things in you, you, 
how other people seem so much more pleasant and easier to get along with. What is it? What is there some analogy about? It's kind of hard to to you know pick something out of somebody's <laughs> eye when you've got a two by four in your own. Absolutely, absolutely. What can you tell us about the types of training that you've been able to to lead and guide and see this nonviolence three sixty work and come to fruition in others? Yeah. So we've had Nonviolence 365. We've been doing it for years. It started, of course, under Mrs. King when we used to do training. And so we've done training with young people, with police officers. Um, uh, we have camps. We have a nonviolent, it's called, it was initially now camp. It's called the Now Leadership Academy. It's two weeks where we bring young people in and 13 to 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have an opportunity to come again, learn about Dr. King's philosophy on their level, though, something they can understand. Because even with that, they need to learn how do you get along with your siblings? How do I help my teacher create a nonviolent uh, classroom? How to help my blended family be a nonviolent family? So a lot of times people are looking for major world issues. You can do that, but you can start right at home in my community. So we bring young people together. They learn about Dr. King's philosophy. And then the second week is a two-week camp. It's a day camp. There is overnight travel because we do take them to um, Dr. King's birth home, Dr. King's parsonage. So they go to Montgomery, mm-hmm. have an opportunity to go to Birmingham, the 16th Street Baptist Church. That's so well known. And, um, and sometimes they get a chance to go to Selma as well. And so they get that information to give them a little foundation. And then that second week, we want them to learn how to take those things. And while you have all these violent video games and all the kinds of things, take that and see how they can create a world with apps and video games that are nonviolent. So the young people can do it. They just need to be given the tools and, first of all, the foundation and the teaching. And we definitely believe Mrs. Coretta Scott King and Dr. Bernie Say King has great faith in our young people and believe if they're given the opportunity that if we don't flood them with all the violence and give them an alternative, they will choose it. You don't have to force feed them. They will choose it. And with that, they'll take that and become extremely creative. And where we've created a world that you resolve things by violence or games, they, given the right opportunity, could create something that's just as exciting, just as creative, but it's not destructive. How are some of those young people different? You've seen them at the start of the two weeks, and you're with them at the end of the two weeks. Tell me about that. Well, they're different because we do still have the connectivity with them. And um, some of them, they come back, they volunteer. Oh. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking to develop them as some of our ambassadors and some of the other extensive programs that we are planning. But we definitely, and I know I was sharing this with someone that I was speaking to recently. One the first year we had the program. We had international students. That was not our intent. We wanted to start small and then grow. But someone reached out to us and just asked us, was it any way possible that we can include these students? They were from Cyprus Island. And so about 12 of the students came, and they were dealing with very difficult issues, almost like the 50s and the 60s for the black and white with the Turks and the Greeks. And so their students were very, very attentive and understood because when they went back home, they were like they could not commingle. They could only do that in the U.S., so they were separated. So when they came here, had an opportunity to go through the training. One of them wrote back, a 17-year-old young man wrote back to Dr. Bernie Say King and said, after going through this training, I am convinced that unlike my grandparents and unlike my father, I have a way that I can help my country. So therefore, I want to run for president. 
And you never know what will happen with that, do we? Absolutely. Because it starts with the seed. With everybody, it starts with the seed. So it's those kinds of things. And, and it's all about giving people the opportunity so they can learn another way. So if they learn another way, many times, Ms. King would always say, we don't force anything on people. She just j- deeply believe, and I do too, that if people are given the opportunity to learn a different way and to see that it can work, that they'll choose that. And you only take a few because it starts with that. And then it infects others in a very good way. What was it like for you to work with Mrs. King? You continue to work with her sister-in-law, Dr. King's sister, Christine King Ferris. You've been at the King Center for, for many, many years and seen so much positive change in the community. How has that been for you? It's been, uh, I consider it a blessing. And I always tell people, working at the King Center for me has been a blessing and a privilege. Um, I had the opportunity to work directly with uh, Mrs. Coretta Scott King and work directly with uh, Dr. Christine King Farris. And I can actually say um, their works and what they did, they walk what they did. So I definitely appreciated that and it made a tremendous uh, impact on me because I came from the for-profit world. I was not used to nonprofit. So when I started to see what it was to do, to do that type of service and giving, uh, not because you have to, but because you feel like there is such a need that um, you have been given that responsibility. And if you bless with certain things, it is your responsibility to try to make a better world for somebody else. And I can actually say Mrs. King definitely lived that. And uh, so for me, I always tell people her beauty, the, her inner beauty, she was a beautiful woman. But her inner beauty, after a while, I couldn't even tell about her outer beauty because it was just so looming and uh, so she was a great, great person to work for and, and tremendously impacted my life. And obviously, because I'm still there now. <laughs> Absolutely. And working with the Reverend Dr. Bernice A. Mm-hmm. King, who is, of all of the King children, she genuinely is the one who is so much like her father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and in a lot of ways, her mother. Yes. She, she, um, because a lot of the things, when I listen to her now, and some of her visions, I mean, very, very similar. So I think in both of them, uh, I can see her in terms of her dedication. And, and like I said, in having that belief in the next generation that, that we have a responsibility to, to try to leave a better world and to, in every way we can, correct some of the things that we've done to them, not for them, but to them, and um, contribute in a way. So I would say definitely, um, and I've had an opportunity to, uh, work with her now for some years since she's been there. So I would say that I see both of them living in her large. <laughs> Do you worry that there's a generation of young people that are out there just kind of lost? Um, I'm concerned that there are people out there that I would say are maybe displaced temporarily. <laughs> I love I don't the think positive they, spin there. That's yeah, nice. yeah, I don't think they're lost, but I do. They may be displaced temporarily. But again, that's that's what gives me when I talk about that hope and that encouragement. Because as long as those people are there, that means there's work to do, and um, and if we do the work that we do at the King Center, uh, it, like I said, with the training that we do, the opportunities we have for young people and adults in all different disciplines, because Nonviolence 365 can be used for multiple disciplines, then we can impact and reach those. And so we don't have to stand on the side and and look like some people say, God, the young people. Okay, the young people, but so how can I help? How can I bridge that? 
Because other than that, the next generation behind me will be saying, yeah, but the young people. So, no, I just think they may be temporarily displaced but not lost. And you've got a great uh, opportunity for young people coming up again on Saturday, August 25th from 11 to 7 at the King Center, the beloved community, the beloved Community International Expo. Recap for our audience what that day is going to seem like for everyone. Okay, it's going to be an excellent day of fun and activities, but also you'll learn something and you'll be able to share it with your family and friends, learn about different countries, cultures, um, and language. And also with the highlight, a couple of highlights that we have in that day will include a Bollywood dance performance, some Mexican dancers, Irish dancers, Korean fashion show. Uh, we're going to have someone that's going to be doing Dr. King's speeches. He's very good. Mm. And uh, so there'll be just food and fun. Um, so it's going to be a great, great day for the whole, the entire family. And how, much and, it, learn. and how much does it cost to get in? It is free to the public, no cost at all. Now, I'm sure you'd like to have an idea as to how many people to expect. So if uh, folks are interested in, in signing up or just getting some more information about the day and the day's activities, Barbara Harrison, where would they look online to do that? They can go to our website at www.thekingcenter.org. That's www.thekingcenter.org. C-E-N-T-E-R dot O-R-G. Barbara Harrison, Director of External Affairs, Strategic Partnerships and Programs at the King Center. Thanks so much again, friends. It's the beloved Community International Expo Saturday, August 25th at the King Center. As Barbara said, it is open to all ages, great for families and free for you to attend. We'll see you next weekend. Okay, thank you so much. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, my handle is Condo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.